In an out of control runaway world, one man walks a lonely path down the dusty prairies of tomorrow. His destination, a future for mankind that doesn't suck. The poncho that keeps him warm, a vision of world peace given to humanity by the Creator. The trusty six gun at his side, a piercing understanding of how shit in this life actually works. And that soggy cigar butt clenched between his teeth, that blunt of truth will blow your fucking mind. All right. Hi, everybody. Here we go. It is March 9th, 2021. I'm International Shark, and we are broadcasting from where? You should know by now. The New World. Let me fix my chair. Hold on. Corchette's very excited about the show today. It's nice. They are the wind between my cheeks. Very special. I say that from the heart of my bottom. I mean it. Sounds good today, right? You know, that's because the fizziness is gone. Um, yeah, there's a song in there somewhere. Where did the fizziness go? Like, you know, lost love. I can't. Uh, jokes, jokes, jokes. That's all you want. That's all I am to you is the funny man. International, make some jokes, huh? Come on. Come on, make us laugh. That's not anyone from the playhouse. Yeah, come on, make some jokes. Come on, International, make us laugh. You're the funny guy. So much pressure. All the time. Oh. Ha, 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 ha. No jokes for you today. No jokes. Oh, come on. International. No. No jokes. That's no joke. It's no joke. (laughs) It's no joke. Anyway, this is like this. This shows like a like a ocean liner pulling out from the dock. Is it even moving? I thought they were leaving. Well, why aren't they leaving? The thing's not even moving. It's so slow getting started. Is this even a podcast? I don't know. Is that ocean liner even moving? Doesn't seem like. Is that podcast even funny? I don't know. Oh. Next stop, Funny Town. Lito put his money down, going for broke. Singing one last, whatever. Gonna get it. Something, something. Gonna get it. One for the road. Lito. One more. Don't you hate it when people like they don't know all the words? Like, morning has been like the first month. Blackbird has had of a word. Ha, the same. 
Fresh from the mama. Just don't sing it if you don't know the words. Don't fucking sing it. Why do you have to sing it if you don't know the words? You know what's even worse? Is you start singing a song and invariably the person with you just bogarts the song. Singing me and Julio down by the schoolyard. I was just saying, my mama, don't, I don't know mama, <laughs> I don't know the words. Oh my God, gonna make me shout, gonna put me in the house of detention. I was just singing that song. Inevitably that happens. Person with you. Don't you just want to kill them when they do that? Shana does that all the time. Oh, it drives me crazy. We're going to do the typing show one of these days. Let me give you a little trailer of the typing show. Because nobody types as sexy as me. And that's that's not indisputable. No one even comes close. I don't even have any competition. Listen, I'm going to give you a little, little trailer of that show. It's one of these days where it's just me typing for the whole podcast. Sexy typing. You know you want it. Huh? I'm giving you what you want. Is that the most incredible typing, huh? Oh, Core Chat likes it. Slave Wife went. Oh, wow. Type some more. Oh, good. This is easy. This is a lot uh, cheaper than like buying her a nice dinner and taking her out. I'm just going to type on the keyboard. Hey, babe. No, no, we're not going out for dinner. No, no movie. No, we don't need to leave the house because I'm going to type for you. How about that? Yeah. I like that. How about this? Huh? All right, so anyway, we're here together, you and me, to experience some hope. And uh, humor is very important. Humor is uh, is humor is a, a tool. It's like a wrench. Gets you to listen, pay attention to what I'm saying. Um, but having fun. Fun is code word for enlightenment. So that's the first order of business. Have to have fun. Because otherwise it's just so freaking depressing out there in the world. And I was talking about this the other day. Every story is a story of good versus evil, which really you can say truth versus illusion. Uh, and that is really shaping up in just such an obvious way. And this is the, the time of subtext. Nothing's hidden anymore in the world. This is, this is what's changing in a major way. There's no more sub, subterranean subtext. Subtext is the part of the story that isn't spoken. It's beneath the surface. Uh, I feel so much better. 
Um, it's beneath the surface. And it uh, generally in a good movie comes out once in the movie. The truth comes out. The subtext is the truth. The text is what everyone's saying. Blah, 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 blah. And then there's something else that's really happening. So in our collective narrative, the, the subtext is coming to the surface, meaning there's nothing hidden anymore. Everything's coming out. Oh, the pedophile rings. You know, where were the pedophile rings five years ago? Didn't exist. Oh, they didn't? Well, no, you just didn't. There weren't any documentaries on them. Now this is like, oh, deep the deep state, the pedophile rings. Where have they been? Here they are. We get to see everything that's going on. There's a big push. There's a big push on. I told you the two jewels, the two prizes. America and free will. Those are the two prizes. In order for the the side of illusion to win, that's what they, they gotta they gotta snag America and free will. They can destroy those two things, then they win. Not going to happen. I'm here to tell you, it's not going to happen. But, you know, could look like they're winning for a while. The side of illusion. The dark forces. Come to the dark side, Luke. And together we will rule as father and son. That's the dark side. So it could look like they're winning for a while, and right now it does. I think we're already in that while. And America, gone. Toast. R.I.P. America. So, one prize down. America is, is, is down. But I get up again. Ain't nothing going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. I'll get knocked down, but I'll get up again. International! You are attempting to do some kind of like English accent there. And you're not, you're really not doing a very good job. The reason I'm piping up is because I know your secret of your new character. The one you've been thinking about doing, but you haven't uttered a peep that hasn't even shot up. I happen to know. Now you're going to spill all the beans? I am. Every single last bean, I'm going to spill it onto the table because it needs to be spilled. I don't know. It's about time. All right, go ahead. Well, thank you for giving me permission. I didn't really need it or I didn't even ask for it. So I'm just going to say it anyway. You... I've been thinking about doing a new character who is in charge of recovery in the playhouse. Recovery as in? You know. Pretend like you know. You know, International. You're the one who came up with the idea. Recovery as in the 12 steps. All right, good news. You won't be eating 17 scones a day anymore. We're going to have a new director of recovery at the playhouse. Isn't this exciting? Ari, wake up! Hey, Mike. Did you hear what I said about 
Your skull habit. Yeah, I heard. You're not going to be able to have 17 scones anymore. Plus one. 18 scones. I saw the receipt yesterday. It's out of control. Emily Dickers ate those scones and said I did. She did not. Yes, she. Yes, she did, Mike. International, just get Ori's voice right. What are you doing? Oh, you're terrible at the voices. I should go listen to Fluffy. I'm going to go work with Fluffy. It's so much better voices than you. Oh, you're terrible. And the uh, the bog sound effect is not a substitute for doing a good voice. What's wrong with you? So did Emily Dickus eat the scones? Mr. Coffee, pipe up, huh? He's, he's not pipe. He needs to be piping hot right now. He's look warm. Yeah, that was that that uh, girl with the like you know the sour face. Eh? That's Greta Thimble. Oh, yeah, was she the one took the scones? It was Greta. Th- I don't know. So it's Greta Thimble. I thought it was Emily Dickens the whole time. Greta Thimble took the scones. Yeah, she the one with the sour puss, huh? That's her, Mister Coffee. You got her right. Did she? Did she scowl at you? Yeah, whatever that means. Yeah, you just like gave me a look, like uh, yeah, who the fuck are you? Oh, this is fucking coffee. That's her. It's Greta Thimble stealing all the scones and blaming on my. Best friend Ori. Ori, how come you didn't say anything? I don't like to blame people, Mike. It's not blaming. It's just saying who t- who ate up. Yeah. Well, I pretty much just trusted that the truth would come out, and it did. Ori, your faith—you got an amazing faith, Ori. I don't know how you do it. You sound like uh, Mr. Coffee, Mike. No, I, d- no, I don't. Yeah, you kind of do. You copy me, Michael, the microphone, eh? You, you, you try to copy Mr. Coffee, eh? I am not. This is t- Mr. Fucking Coffee. I don't need to copy you. I'm a bigger star than you anyway. Yeah, you are, huh? You got a Tosa Cosa? I don't need I don't need a Tosa Cosa as a coffee. Doesn't even work anyway. Yeah, it don't work, huh? International, Mr. Coffee's custard doesn't work or not. Yeah, it's okay. No, it isn't. All right, tell International to just stop signing with Mr. Coffee. What the hell's going on around here? International, Mike doesn't want you to sign with Mr. Coffee. Yeah, I heard him. So, where's the new character? International. I guess coming soon, huh? Yes. Oh, you just banged me. Oh. International. Distract me from the show. I'm trying to do a show here. And you can't keep your hands off of me. It's terrible, International. All right. So, anyway. Uh, we, we need hope in these uh, challenging times. You need it, I need it, we need it. 
Uh, that's what we're doing here, bringing you some hope. And how do you get hope? Well, well, you realize what's going on. You get some context, some perspective to realize what's going on. And uh, <clears throat> we're in the prescription for peace. Prescription for peace is, is our roadmap to get where we're going. Where are we going? Script eight. It's the last script. Realize the nation. So the nation is coming into existence. This is America rising from the ashes. The phoenix bird. The phoenix called America rising from the ashes. And uh, like I said, she gets knocked down, but she gets up again. Ain't nothing going to keep her down. There's no way the forces of illusion can win. But uh, as I said, they can seem like they're winning. So with that script eight, realize the nation, that is the new world America coming into existence. Look out. That's going to be something else because that is going to be the America of the mystics. That was the America that was born however many years ago. How many years ago is it? 1776, that was the America that was born and then almost immediately co-opted, taken over because it was too early. It was a, America was a preemie, so it was helpless and it got co-opted by the forces of greed. 245 years ago, says a slave wife, she's not the best at math. Somebody should double check that. Sounds like it could be that though. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, because 1776 to 1976, that's 200 years. Plus uh, 25 and 21, yeah, 46. I think that's pretty good. 45, 245. Um, so this is one of those uh, those failed stories that we're retelling. Oh, you didn't know America failed? It did. That's why this whole idea of make America great again doesn't really work. Sad to say. Because America never was. It existed for a second and then, boom, co-opted. Stolen right away by the forces of greed. The forces of illusion and darkness. And the America that was meant to be mystical America, the America of the mystics, never was. It had to go underground and wait for the freeze to thaw like a little tulip bulb. And then however many years later, well, we know how many, 246 years later, now is the time of the thawing. And a little tulip bulb is starting to sprout. So the America that was had to die so that the America that will be can be born. This is the America of the new world. The final version of America. You know how George Washington said in his vision at Valley Forge that he was told that America would face three challenges. 
This is the third challenge. Before the Republic prevails, this is it. Now we're getting down to it. First challenge was the uh, Revolutionary War. Second challenge was uh, who shot J.R.? People really went nuts around that, and we almost lost this country. No, second challenge was a civil war. And third challenge, well, you're in it. What do we call it? What would we call this one? I'm not sure. A total takeover. So anyway, we have to we have to make it through to the other side. There's got to be a morning after. It's waiting right outside our door. Na 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 morning after. Na 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 na. I won't be na 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 anymore. Disaster movies from the seventies. Do I know the words? Asked slave wife. Let's see. I might. I was, you know, doing that on purpose because I was referencing an earlier joke. Uh, comedians do that. You know, good ones do that. They reference earlier jokes. Everyone goes, oh, that was an earlier joke. I don't really like doing it, but once in a while I'll stoop to that level and loop back to an earlier joke. So that's why I did it. Fluffy does that. My stage name is Matted. He's fluffy. I'm mad at because he really does voice as well. He could do this new character without blinking. Unfortunately, he doesn't blink. I don't know if you know that about him. He constantly has to put the drops on his eyes because he doesn't blink. He got startled by a cobra when he was in India, startled and his eyes opened wide and they never shut again. It was a king cobra. Your eyes would open wide too. So before you start making fun of him, it's a king cobra, one of the deadliest snakes on the planet. Anyway, so we have the prescription for peace. Let's mosey on over to the prescription for peace. No, that's not true about Fluffy. They're acting like, Korchat's like, oh, wow. Not a kind cobra, a king cobra. <laughs> Kind Cobra. Hello, hi. I'm a Cobra and I'm supposed to bite people. And you know, I'm supposed to like hiss and kind of rise up and stick my tongue out and spread my weird neck. It's just so weird. Why do I have a weird neck? But I'm really nice. And that Ricky Ticky Tavi, that nasty mongoose is always trying to eat me and I just want to say Ricky Ticky Tabby I'm a nice cobra well I'm not the one with the weird name Ricky Ticky Tabby I'm a kind cobra alright so prescription for peace number one align the identity number two heal the shame number three manage the addiction Number four, bridge the divide. Number five, restore the alliance. Number six, transform the culture. Number seven, craft the narrative. And number eight, realize the nation. So uh, craft the narrative, that's number seven. That's uh, where we uh, get creative. And we build the concept nation. What's a concept nation? 
Well, the concept nation is the concept nation. It's like a concept vehicle in the automotive world. Before they build production vehicles, they have the concept vehicles. And the concept vehicles are always thrilling. And everyone loves to see the concept vehicles at the auto show. Because they break new ground and they take bold chances. But they never become production vehicles. They don't. Because it's just not realistic. But the concept vehicles get to do whatever they want. Dream up like these wild ideas. And and then they influence the production vehicles. You can see it a few years later. And the production vehicles start to look like the concept vehicles because they've been influenced by them. But they're not the same. They're different. They've just been influenced by them. And that's what the concept nation is. It's the nation done as, as, as a concept. And it gives us creative people all the room to imagine whatever we want. And then all of that imagination, all of that creativity is boiled down and distilled and informs script eight, realize the nation, the nation coming into existence. And so this is the job that we have ahead of us. As the world falls apart, it's falling apart so they can come back together. Well, somebody's got to be figuring out how it's going to come back together. That's what we need to do. And that's uh, done by, well, it's definitely done by the, uh, the artists. So everyone is a creative. Let's clear up some of the terms. Everyone's a, create, a creator because everyone is co-creating with the divine. Every person on the planet is a creator. And then you have artists and builders. Creators are divided into two categories, artists and builders. <clears throat> and the artists are the ones that use their life to chart the terrain of the new world. Because uh, how do we know it's done? In, how, how, how do we know how it's done in the new world? Well, we don't until we figure it out. That requires like trial and error, going out, like uh, we've said before here, Lewis and Clark style. That's, I think, where we kind of get the name core, looking for those notes. Yeah, the Lewis and Clark expedition it lasted from May of 1804 to September of 1806, also known as the Core of Discovery Expedition. So that's not, that's Core, C-O-R-P-S, Core of Discovery Expedition. So that's code, C-O-D-E. And uh, that's what we do is we discover the code of the new world. So, apparently, uh, core did not come from that. I don't know why I was thinking that. I think because, I've said before, um, code core. And so, it's the core of Discovery Expedition core, which I kind of like. as the two cores on the other side, two different cores. Sound the same, spelled differently. Core of Discovery Expedition core. Code core. It's got a nice ring to it. 
That's what the artists do, is they chart the terrain of the new world. But they're not exploring the physical terrain. They, we, we aren't exploring the physical terrain. We're exploring the non-material terrain of the new world. How are things done in the new world? Because in the the new world, we're going to do what we've always done entirely differently. Because the, the new world is the synthesis of the past and the future. Synthesized together. So you have the artists and you have the builders. The artists use their life to explore and to find how it's done in the new world. And the builders take that knowledge and information and bring it into the world in many different ways. So everyone is a creator and you have the artists and the, and the builders. Um, and in script, in script seven, this is where we imagine the uh, new world into existence, craft the narrative. We write it. We write the story of the new world. And there's a really amazing documentary that really, I think, captures exactly what Script 7 is about. And that documentary is called Yadorovsky's Dune. That was the first Dune movie that was going to be made from the book. Yadorovsky's Dune, spelled with a with a J, I think. J, A. Or is it a Y? Which one is it? Core chat. They've got both of them in there. So which is the official one? I could look it up, but I'm too lazy. Anyway, they're not getting back to me. Useless. Useless. Okay, so with a J. Jodorowsky's Dune. J-O-D-O-R. Jodorowsky's Dune. So that's a that's really the story of how that the, this production of Dune never happened. All these amazing people assembled and creative people and the story was laid out and all these um, uh, like artistic representations of the, the cinematic design were crafted and then the movie never happened. But it influenced the, the, the genre and gave birth to all these other movies that followed, namely um, Star Wars and Alien. It all started with, uh, with this production that never got made. So Jodorowsky's Dune never got made, but it influenced cinema in a significant way. That's kind of like the, the uh, concept nation. The concept nation is not meant to exist. It's meant to influence what comes into existence. So you have that, the vision. The vision is, is script seven. Vision of how it's going to be. And script eight is the, is the manifestation of that vision. And that is masculine and feminine. Vision is energetically masculine. Manifestation, energetically feminine. So we have spent over a decade, and me perhaps decades, 
mastering scripts one through four. One is align the identity. Two is heal the shame. Three is manage the addiction. Four is bridge the divide. And now, what's very exciting is we're moving more into five through eight. Five through eight represent the coming of the new world into material form. So one through four is about the non-material. Five through eight is about the material. One through four is about the individual. Five through eight is about the collective. And in that, uh, in the the scripts, my story, one through four, I'm the mentor. Five through eight, I'm the artist. That's why I'm doing more stuff like the, the playhouse is because I'm moving into like, I didn't decide this consciously. This is just what's unfolding. I'm moving more into being the artist, which is great. Because an artist can belch into the microphone. A mentor can't. Oh, he's an artist. He's a crazy artist. International, that crazy artist. International, when you say my name, sometimes it sounds like I'm talking. Because we're, we're, I'm you and you're me. Oh, international. Nobody's ever said anything like as sweet as what you just said. Glad, Mike. Mate, oh, God. Why don't we get this director of recovery? International, we really need it, especially for Ari. I don't know, maybe we could have a couple Al Anon meetings for you. Mike? Mike? I think you shut off the audio, International. I think you really pissed him off. Yeah, he thinks he's shutting off the audio. Yeah, well, don't tell him he isn't. I'm not. I'm not gonna. He didn't want to hear that he, that he needed some Al-Anon meetings. Yeah, I told him. He didn't want to hear it from me either. You told him that he needed Al-Anon meetings, huh? Yeah. He didn't want to listen to me. And now we're back. I turned the audio back on, even though I probably should have. Give it the behavior bother me. You international, you are my best friend. Previously. Mike, life is not a TV episode. You can't say previously and pretend like someone was your friend last week on a previous episode. Oh, Ari. Love the analogy. It's terrible. It's the worst analogy I've ever heard. You're just saying that because you're hurt. I am not hurt. Okay, I am. That's good, Mike. You admitted it. I did, Ori. I feel like I'm constantly dying. That's like, but like, constantly like breaking down. And go, I love you, Ori. How many times do I need to say that? Oh my God. What are people going to think of me? That you're sensitive and you care for others? Is that a good thing or a bad thing, Ori? Can you help me out here? It's a good thing, Mike. Oh, good. 
And that's why I'm friends with you. Oh, that's I'm so happy. It's a good thing. And now you're friends with me. This is, I feel bad, Ari. You know, I'm constantly doing this. Like, I feel, I throw you under the bus and then I kind of scream at the bus driver to stop driving and I go underneath and I get your body. It's like all bloody and torn to pieces under the bus. And then I got to like sew you back together. Like, turn you back into Ori, my Frankenstein friend. And then I shock you. I, I, I put the connectors on your neck bolts and I shock you back to life more because I love you. Like, that's beautiful. I'm your Frankenstein monster. You are, Ori. You big lug. Well, thanks, Mike. I'm really moved. Don't be too moved. A little, a little's good. All right, I guess we're out of time. And that went so quick. What are we going to meet the director of recovery at the playhouse? What's his name? Uh, Mickey D. Mickey D. You mean like McDonald's? Well, sort of. McDonald's is Mickey D's. This is Mickey D. It's just. It's so close. That's hysterical. International. It's the funniest thing ever came up. Mickey D. Is he a clown? Well, we'll kind of behaves like a clown, maybe a little bit. So what's it going to take to meet this new character? International? Well, I have to get over the fact that I, I can't do the, the uh, dialect. Oh, that's right. I think you should have a conversation with Dr. Who's in Dorfer? You think so? Yeah. Speaking German to you, make to make my point international. Yeah. Hello, international. Oh, Dr. Hosenscheiser. Hello. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Fantastisch. International. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. The playhouse is feeding my soul. And I wouldn't be anywhere else. And God knows you have been. You've been anywhere. It's been historically relevant to the to the planet. Throughout history, you've been there. Yeah, I have. This is true. Let me ask a question, Dr. Whatever your name is, uh, I can't say it. Were you there when the monkey, the first monkey, received the spark of consciousness and was imbued with the powers of a god? Were you there? I'm very impressed, Michael, with the microphones that you're aware of. This event in the history of mankind. Well, I'm not a dumb microphone. What I like. But yeah, I was there. I was there, Michael, the microphone. And I'm actually, this guy's everywhere. I don't know how he does it. I'm just stuck. You just been put me in a mic holder. I don't go anywhere else. I just sit there. This guy's all over the place. Why does it? Crazy. Ari, how's he do it? 
I don't know, Mike. Boat, 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 line does it. Boat rider. Hey, Michael, the microphone. What's up? You're not. Internationally, it's not an Italian. Come on. Hey, I'm Boone. <laughs> that was international. You can't even do Boone. How are you going to do Mickey D? This is going to be terrible. You should just end the show. It's a train wreck. Oh, great. This is really good for my confidence. No, international stop right there. You mustn't. You mustn't. You mustn't do this. Do not. Do not engage with the thoughts of... Of what? He's trying to end the show, Dr. H. Just let him end the show. All right. See you all tomorrow. <laughs>